ever noticed a shop vacant and vacant and vacant for ages? We're going to talk about good shops that have gone bad because they're vacant. Stay tuned. Ah, Sensei Saturday. Here we are, Mr. Mark Novak. How are you this morning? Good, buddy. You? Like usual, melting. It's the mix of weather. It's like hot. It's cold. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we survived. We're grateful. We've made it. Hey, it's a it's a jackpot. Uh, It's jackpot weather, isn't it? You wake up that that morning of the next day, and you're like. Uh, hot, uh, cold, uh, stormy, uh, windy, uh, not sure. <laughs> I know, I know. It's 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 keeping us on our bloody toes and it makes it interesting when we're always wearing a, a suit and tie. But we're here, like I said, it's a Saturday and our topic this morning, Breaking Bad, it's those good properties that you'll see and you'll probably wonder to yourself, what's going on? What's not happening there? And what's someone going to do about it? Yeah, it's like in your neighbourhood and uh, you drive past it, drive past it, drive past it, drive past it, drive past it. And you're like, man, that thing's still not rented. Yeah. What's wrong with it is is, uh, is is the thought. And it's like, what is wrong? Like, I just don't understand. Like, it, it's, the, it's probably your, your last assumption. Um on a, something that's been vacant for a very, very, very long time. And that pushes through to potential people making it, um, wanting to rent that shop because every time they talk to a local about it, the shop, the local goes, yeah, you're going to rent that. What's wrong with that place? It hasn't rented in a long time. So it yeah. just, there's, it starts to get this slurry, this slur, this bad sort of smell about it. And these yeah. shops can be vacant for how long? Oh, goodness me. I think the, the, the record breaker one that I've seen personally since being in the industry has got to be about three years. And you, you, you say to yourself, like, a vacant property for three years, you'd think after the, like, first 12 months, you'd be scratching your head going, you know what, I've, you're the owner, you've, re- you've got someone representing the property, you've got to reevaluate, you've got to be touching base and kind of going, what, what are we doing wrong? What can we be doing right? What, what factors, what is it about it that we're, we're not doing? And look, I think most uh, most of the time, really, the the pricing could be a little bit off. Um, you know, you, you're looking at it as this is what I want, this is the expectation, but what's the market really saying? Um, but another so fact... That was my first question, like, why the hell are they vacant? So why are they vacant for so long? What is wrong with them? Because there must be something wrong because they haven't been rented. So you reckon, number one, the dollar amount? I reckon the dollar amount, definitely number one. You know, it's just looking back at what, what what's someone expecting for it, you know. And then a lot of the times as well, like, these properties that are owned, they've, they've most of the time they've been paid off. You know, and they're sitting there and they're, they're that, that extra bit of return for someone. It's not the most detrimental thing for them, but other times it is. But there's still that, this is what I want, this is what I know I need for it. And most of the time, the property, 
isn't actually bad at all. You'll go in and it has such an amount of opportunity. You know, it's got yeah. so much money for it. But it, it comes, yeah, dollars and cents, number one. But Dollars and cents, number one. Um, yeah. I've gone for number, number two. Um, yeah. What people don't realise is the value of the property is often indexed off the rental on the property. So sometimes an owner pays so much for a property that mm-hmm. it's just heartbreaking for them to rent it for anything less than a, a particular percentage return. Allow me to give an example. You have a shop, you buy a shop for a million dollars. You should generally, buying a vacant asset, you should generally buy it pretty well and expect a bit of a better rent out of it. So, you know, if you're buying something for a million, you're probably going to accept, you know, expect 55, 65,000 because you're risking putting in a tenant in, you're risking it being vacant. You're risking it being a cold shell. I'm going to talk about that renovation in a sec. Um, So you sort of think, you know what? I don't really care how long I've got to wait. I really want the rent to be around 55, 65. Now, at what point do you turn around saying, nah, I'm, I'm just going to get it rented. Uh, I'll take 45, I'll take 35, I'll take anything I bloody can. The problem is you have to take that rent for three or five years, so it's quite low. And the problem is that when the bank goes to value it and they don't see a fifty-five dollars or $65,000 rent on the million-dollar purchase, they will value the asset down. So they'll say, look, it's not worth a million bucks. It's offered, it's 800,000 on a 5% return because you're renting it for 40 grand, for instance. So it can erode the value of the property based upon the rent. So these owners would rather just have it vacant. That's yeah, number two. That's number two, absolutely. And that's I think that's something you've taught me recently as well, you know, when exploring. You know, it's it's great. You know, you've got an interested party there after so bloody long. You're getting excited. Everyone's getting excited. And then you start to do the math and then you almost start to kick yourself a little bit. But I think the strategy you can work behind that is there is you can start on a short-term lease. You don't necessarily need to go head first and go into something long-term. You can yeah. set the bar for a short-term at X amount and come yep. to that, that stretch of time where you're going to look to renew a lease, you can say, all right, guys, we're going to meet and we're going to come to the middle here. We're going to talk about the increase that will occur. So that way, no one's really losing out and both parties are winning. So it gives the advantage of someone that's starting off the opportunity to get in that space finally. You know, that's part number one. And then part number two for the owner, it's generating that, that rental return that they're after so that the value of their asset doesn't ultimately drop any further. So, yeah, yeah. Number three, number three. Can I get? Can I do another one? Um, number it. three is warm shell, cold shell. Yeah. Um, now, sometimes these shops are new, uh, and you'll see these new shops stay vacant than secondhand shops. And the reason why is when it's a cold shell, it needs air conditioning. It needs often a lot of a lot of extra electrical. Often it needs plumbing installation. And sometimes that requires liaising with the strata management company and the owner's corporation. And that takes time and that takes money and that takes vacancy because it takes time. So often you see the newer shops stay vacant for longer because they require a larger capital injection up front to turn it to a warm shell. What's a warm shell? It's jib rocked up, ceilings in, air conditioning is installed it's almost ready to operate. So I do. I think you may find that cold shells do stay vacant initially a bit longer than warm shells. Definitely, I agree with you there as well. And, you know, 
one of the one of the recent examples that I've I've worked with. Um, it sat for a cold shelf quite a long time. And it was not so much of a unique property, but I just think, you know, when you're limited to those sorts of things from the get-go, uh, you know, a business looking at it's going, oof, I've, I've got to fork out a fair bit first before something's going to happen here. Or do we come to a healthy compromise with the owner or the landlord to say, can we meet in the middle? We'll do this, you do that. And, you know, when it's been sitting for so long, that owner there is already going, oh, God, are you bloody kidding me? Now we've got to be looking at that on top of the property already been vacant and how much money I've been spending to keep it there. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it almost looks time to, you got a, a bit of give and take um, when it comes to a cold shell. Warm shell, different story. It's, yeah, most of the time, it's like 90, 95% already there, you know, ready yeah. to go. Um, and so it just needs those few tweaks that kind of, you know, personalized fit out to to make the business work so they're the ones that tend to go a little bit quicker but then again it's it's not always the case but let's look at number four it number does four. happen number four is uh stale agent sh- shit agent <laughs> bad marketing yeah. all, all of the above so sometimes the property was just not packaged up well and put to the market pace properly so i think you've always got to look at um, that style of that you make sure you've got the correct agent the agent that understands that type of property because you don't want to be using a residential agent just because you've known them for 15 years um to rent out your shop and they haven't spring that they haven't sprinkled all their experience and expertise in marketing over the property to get it rented yeah yeah, absolutely. It's 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 getting someone as well. It's 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 the care factor. It's exploring and something that we look very closely on. You know, it's it's the the price of the property. It's uh, you know, it's the it's the product. You're looking at the product as a whole. What's working yep. for it? What's not working for it? And the promotion, I think, is one of the most crucial things to really look at when it comes to something like this. You know, everyone can take a photo of a property. You can get your phone out you know, take a photo and smack it online. And and that's meant to give some form of description. But when you start getting really artsy, getting really creative, and I think one of the things I've been exploring a lot more recently, 3D furniture, my God, it really gives that person that, that feel, that impression that says, hey, this Some is Some people what, don't have it, yeah. You and this is what you can do with the space. And it's, you know, it's it's so important, but it's the thing, it's, it's those little things when you put them all together, and yep. you bring them forward to someone like an owner or a landlord and they'll go, wow, like, you know, you really care. You really care enough to go that extra mile. Extra help mile, them. yeah. And, you want, and it's all about helping someone, you know. So a lot of these places can get stuck behind just not being cared for enough in that respect. Um, and another big thing as well too, photos, aside from photos, floor plans. I love my floor plans. I'm big on yep. my floor plans. I think that's something huge that I've got into when I've been here. And that's such a big help for people. Some people don't even have the opportunity to even go see it, you know. Yeah. They'll be driving by it every day wondering what's going on there. But if you can get a really good floor plan happening, it really gives that their – sorry. And residential, sorry, mate. Residential – every property in residential has floor plans yeah. and less than half the properties in commercial have floor plans for lease. And it's like, why wouldn't you have a floor plan done? It's weird. It is weird and it's such a simple task that can be done. Um, but again, that falls down to the quality of the agent. You know, that yep. falls down to the quality of the person you've got representing the space. And, Nate, we've got to be, uh, so that is the, the, so in conclusion, closing yep. off, 
Breaking yeah. Bad, Good Shops Gone Wrong. We've spoken about how they've gone wrong. Um, mm-hmm. How do you break that pattern or how do you break that bad? Because you've got a perfect example of a, a lease we've just done in Collaroy there in Pitwater Road. Yeah. Um, and we've got and we've got a property that's been vacant for an exceptionally long amount of time. It was with us and another agency as well, and uh, we successfully got a lease. Um, I do have to say, I also find sometimes these owners get used to the asset being vacant. Yeah. How interesting so they, is that? They get used to So suddenly when you turn up and say, how does it sound if I put a check in your account for four grand every month? How does it sound if I give you $1,000 a week? And they go, what? You go, well, I'm not going to, you know, at the moment you're getting 1200 1300 for the last five years yeah. in your mind, but you yeah. have, you, you never actually got it. That's what you wanted. You wanted 60, 70 grand, but you never actually got it. What about if I actually do put that cold, hard cash of a thousand bucks in your pocket every month, every week? They go, yeah, but I don't want to rent it. That's like, I know, but. You haven't rented it for three, four, five, seven, ten. Like some of these owners will, will go up upwards of five years not having a tenant in there. And it's like, you know what, just take what's yeah. there because it's the sure thing. We, there's another one, another landlord I'm talking with, an application on the moment. I'm having the same same conversation with at the moment saying, just take the money and run and be a hero in 12 months and 24 months' time. Because breaking the back of these of these leasings, making the cold shell a warm shell in Collaroy's example, when it gets rented next time, it doesn't stay vacant and it gets much better rent. So sometimes you just have to break that bad, take yeah. that hit as a commercial owner, get it leased and be a hero on the next leasing. Absolutely. Got to hear the cold hard truth I say is one of the most important things. It's hard to have these conversations and it's hard for someone to probably have to stand and hear them, but they need to hear it because it's money, it's their asset, it's their livelihood, and these things go a long bloody way. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. So I hopefully, hopefully helped everyone out there about uh, a break, breaking bad shops. Like, you know, the reasons why those happened that we've spoken about in conclusion are the rent's just too much. The age's gone, the agent's... Not, not, not a terrific agent matched suited towards the property. Uh, the fit-out consideration hasn't been considered on, on behalf of the landlord as well as the tenants because it does cost money to fit these places out. Um, meeting the market with rent and yeah. don't try to be a hero and stuff like that. And the simple fact in conclusion is breaking the back of that leasing that's been a desert for two, three, four, five years of zero rent. Um, mm-hmm. Next time doesn't have to be the case often these just rent every single time three years later seven years later you know ten years later they rent quickly but you just got to break the back of them get someone in there 100 100 sensei pleasure as always it's a big, big, big saturday ahead of us like usual but we're excited game faces are game on (laughs) <laughs> and you're working on an exciting property in Orchard where we're working on it together. It's, it's a, it's a pretty it. sick property, guys. Have a look at it online. Eight yep. Orchard, Bookvale. What a crack of a warehouse. Tribeca. The Tribeca's the, toy factory. The toy shop. The toy factory. <laughs> love it. Love it.
Sick. Everybody, Sick, guys. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Bye, bye, bye.